I first want to say how humbled I am to be here. Um, yeah, just to be with you. When I was at LSU and Christ the King, we started this praise and worship thing, and there was like 10 of us, like right here in this row. Um, I spoke last year at Encounter and said the same thing, but I really am just amazed and humbled that you are all here, um, that you chose to be here on a Thursday night and not somewhere else. And I just want to thank you um, for saying yes to that. Um, I'm grateful. Um, second thing I want to do is just pray that the Lord just comes and offers me what he wants to give you. In the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Fill the hearts of your faithful. Enkindle in us the fire of your love. Open my lips that my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Amen. Father and the Son, Holy Spirit, amen. So, um, this is going to be a good night because it's been a rough go for me to get here. <laughs> um, and I don't really know how much I have to offer you, but I, I feel like St. Peter, when he offered um, himself to the beggar, right, I don't have a lot to offer you, but what I do have, I give you. And what I do have is the life of Christ in my heart. Uh, his life living, breathing in me. So just going to talk a little bit about tonight how that came to be for me to realize the life of Christ in my heart. Um, and I think the biggest question I want us to talk about tonight is what is reality. What is reality? I'm not going to pretend to give you the answer. <laughs> like I know, I'm just going to give you my thoughts. For me growing up, reality was family. Reality was school. Reality in a lot of ways was Mary Kay Nashley. Anybody know Mary Kay Nashley? Yeah, so I, I mean, looking back, Mary Kay Nashley was a huge part of my reality. Man, I watched those movies like over and over and over again. So what I began to think reality was, was you had to dress nice, you looked pretty all the time, you somehow didn't go to school, and you traveled the world and met cute boys. And like that, whether I realized it or not, that became what my reality was. So when my life didn't live up to that, when I wasn't beautiful or popular or I didn't meet cute boys or things didn't come easy, like, you know, I was like, wait, Frankie Nash, you sold me a lie. <laughs> you know, you, you sold me a lie, right? And in a lot of ways, we grow up and we're also sold a lie, right? That everything is easy that things, things should just come to us, that we're owed things, that if we become successful, we'll be happy. If we have a lot of friends, we'll be happy. I don't know about you, but in high school, I was successful. I had a lot of friends, but I was not happy. And my brother confronted me 
in his own walk with Jesus, and he said, you're not happy. And my reaction was, boy, you don't know me, <laughs> really. Um, because I was like, no, I am. Right? And he said, okay, I'm going to challenge you. When you go to sleep at night, and you close your eyes, and you think about your life, I want you to think then, are you really happy? Because what was I doing when I would go to sleep at night? And a lot of us do this. We actually face our reality. That, yeah, we might be successful. We might have a lot of friends. Or the opposite. We might be in a place where our dreams that we have for ourselves are not coming true. And we're not the person we wanted to be. Or we failed in something and we have to face that. Right? And typically now what happens is that, I don't know about you, but when I come up against resistance in my life, when something's not easy, when I'm actually faced with hard realities, I kind of just want to run away. I kind of just want to go to sleep and forget. But what my brother challenged me was, no, in that moment, I want you to think, are you happy? And so I did, and I wasn't. But then I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not happy. <laughs> what do I do? Like, how do I find this? Oh my goodness, right? And then my brother invited me to a series of things. But I, my conversion moment happened when I saw The Passion of Christ, the movie. So I saw it in theaters when it came out. I'm dating myself. Came out in theaters. I was in the theater watching it. And I cried until I had no tears left. Because I had asked myself that question, are you happy? And I said no to that question, face the reality. And then I'm sitting in this theater and I'm looking at this man that everyone has told me about since my childhood. You know, Jesus, 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 Jesus loves you, Jesus is here, Jesus is awesome. And I'm looking at the screen and I'm watching him die for me. And I'm weeping because all of a sudden I realize this is real. This is the realest thing that exists. And if this is real, what the hell am I doing with my life? Like, and I wanted to hit everyone around me. Like, do you realize this is real? This is not just like Santa Claus. Like, like this really happened. And it still happens. <laughs> Meaning that this man is real and he died for me. So the answer that if you don't listen to anything else I say to you, what is reality? God is the realest thing that exists. He is reality. But the evil one, there is an evil one, does not want us to face that reality. So what does he do? He, keep us, he keeps us both distracted and weak. Let me say what I mean by that. If Jesus is the realest thing that ever existed, Jesus himself is both human and divine. And so to embrace Jesus, I must embrace myself. I must embrace the world that is both human and and divine. And that's difficult. That was difficult for me to sit 
in my room and tell myself and let myself face the reality that I was not happy. And a lot of people in our world are maybe facing realities, but without the hope of Jesus, that yes, this is difficult what I'm facing, but then there is the divine, that yes, I don't know what this thing means, but I know that it has meaning. I don't know what this thing means, but I know that it has meaning because what do I know? That my God is real. And my God is a God that is above all things. And my God is a God that is a father that cares for me. And so I'm not gonna distract myself from my reality. Now, don't get me wrong. After that moment, believe me, I tried myself a lot. Because <laughs> that was difficult. It's not like I was like, yeah, I'm all in. I had to integrate the Lord into my life. And what I mean by this, this uh, distracted and weak is I mean that a lot of times when we face our reality with the Lord, it's difficult and we want to run away. We meet this resistance in our life. But if anyone lifts weights, I don't. Like, you need resistance to grow muscle. That's how you grow. That's how you grow strong. Right? And so, so many of us think we have to be perfect to follow, to be in union with Jesus. But what we need to do is face our resistance, recognize that we need him, and invite him into our life. So what I mean by re embracing reality is I mean embracing every human part about it <laughs> and then presenting that to Jesus who can redeem it. Because Jesus is not an idea. That's what I encountered that day and has changed me forever since. He's not something I learned in school. He's not something that he is a person who loves me and wants all of me and wants a relationship with me. And relationships are difficult. And how many of you in your own human relationships, you come up to resistance in the relationship and you're like, yeah, maybe I should duck out now. It's probably a good time. Or you come up to resistance where you see your own weakness and you're like, yep, I think I'm going to duck out now. Or you come up where, you know, you're being persecuted. And you're like, yep, I think I'm going to duck out now. <laughs> Jesus said, the road is narrow that leads to life. And the road to destruction is wide. My brothers and sisters, take the narrow road. Because Jesus is the realest of the real that you will ever experience. So bring him your realest of the real. Your questions, your heart, all that you are. This is why I'm so passionate about teaching prayer. Because you want to know where, where we face reality? It's not by ourselves in our room at night in the darkness. Because you want to know who was with me 
in my room by, when I thought I was by myself, Jesus was there with me saying, yes, you're not happy, but I am the road that leads to life. Come to me, my daughter. Believe me, I did not hear that voice that night, and I don't hear voices like that. But, and I have questions weekly, my friends, because I have come up against life, and I'm like, dude, this is not what I signed up for. My last six months have been, yeah. And I've come up face to it, and I'm like, Jesus, I didn't sign up for this. And he's like, my child, come to me. So my encouragement for you tonight is to come close. So just to give you a little background, my last six months have been very difficult because in April, I lost my son. In September, I lost my dad. What? <laughs> like if you had asked me at your age, my greatest fear was losing my father. My greatest fear. But you want to know when I found out that he was passing, I said, Jesus, make me a saint. Jesus, I know this does not make sense. I don't know the meaning of this, but I know you give it meaning. And I know it with my whole heart, Jesus. I know it. And I stand before you as someone who is difficult to face reality. <laughs> my goodness. Especially like yesterday when I'm in the doctor's office and the doctor asked me, you know, just a simple doctor question, how you doing? And I just start crying. She's like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, I didn't mean to like, and I'm like, no, it's just, just where I am, you know. And she's like all embarrassed. And then the nurse comes in to do something and she asks me the same question. And I'm like, and I'm just weeping. And I'm like, Jesus, I hate this. I don't even know these people. Like, like why? Like, why are you opening my heart like this? It's hard to face the reality. And, and the truth is, is that it's a reality that's difficult to face. We want to know a reality that's beautiful for me to face right now is the gift of each of you. I am so overwhelmed at the gift that each of you are. And I can also be baffled at the reality that my father is no longer here. And that's, to, that what, it, that's what it means to be human, right? So I went to the Adoration Chapel and I'm like, you know, trying to like, you know, together and make sure no one notices that I'm crying, right? You know, because I don't want people to see the real me. I don't want Jesus to see the real me. I'm escaping again. I'm distracted again. I don't want to face the resistance again. But somehow I made it to that chapel and I let it loose. Woo! I was wailing. <laughs> and I just felt so free to just sit in the reality with Jesus. And then, you know, I'm wailing, and of course, you know, everyone around me knows it, and then this woman turns around, I realize she was, a, she taught me, she was a teacher of mine in high school. She comes and sits next to me. What happened? You know, I told her, she starts crying too. And I'm like, thank you, you know, she's like, no, you don't understand. I'm in this chapel because my husband died this day six years ago. 
And my new husband is here because his son passed away this day, however many years ago. I'm just like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I literally said that, what? Gosh, I'm, how could you, I mean, I'm just, how could you have faced that? Oh, my goodness. And, and then this old lady comes up to me, and she's sitting there, and she's like, she'd been doing the Stations of the Cross the whole time, and I was just amazed at her. And then she comes, and she tells me that she's in this chapel because her husband died on this day however many years ago. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I don't, you, if you can't tell, I hold my, everything on my sleeve, so I was just not shy of it. I was like, what, Jesus? What? And then I look at this old, I look at this woman, I'm like, how did you do this? And she says to me, because it is not I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Now, I want to tell you that when I heard that, I was like, oh, praise Jesus, God is good, life is amazing. But when I heard that, you know what I thought? Jesus, I don't want to be crushed. Because that's what that sounds like to me, Jesus. You want to crush me so you can live. Well, I'm not having it, <laughs> you know, like, like the little kid kicking around, right? And I close my eyes. And I'm like, Jesus, tell me the meaning of this. What does it mean that it is not I who live, but Christ who lives in me? And he, this is what I want to leave you with as you, as you offer your heart to God, wherever your heart is, wherever you are today, you don't have to have the same story as me, but you are beloved by him and he wants your heart. And he's not going to crush you. He's not going to take away everything that you hold dear. He's going to give you life and life abundantly. But I'm not going to tell you it's easy. It is difficult. And the road is narrow. And my brothers and sisters, you need to walk it. And we are here with you to walk it. I am here with you to walk it. Those women in that chapel were with me to walk it. Because there is life and life abundantly at the end. So when I close my eyes and I ask the Lord the meaning, what he revealed to me is my child, that I live in you and you live in me, is not a squashing of who you are. It is like a mother who's holding their child who has just been born. That mother who has offered everything, offered her body to give life to this child. That's what it means, my daughter. Haha. <laughs> Sorry. That's, that's a, Jesus' little reminder to me. Sorry. That he loves me. That's my diabetes meter. Um, <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God, for that. It is like a mother holding her child who has given her life so that another may live. I do not crush you, my child. I give you life. So come to me. Come to me.
Thank you for listening. The ministry here at CTK is made possible through our generous donors and golden givers. If you would like to learn more or partner with Christ the King on LSU's campus, please visit ctklsu.org.